This is Real Talk with Kings Lil Gradera. This is where you catch all the real sports. We do incredible things like this shop. Hi. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Real Talk with Kings Leo Gudera. Today I have one of my favorite teammates on uh, on the show with us today. This guy is, you know, the best way that I can describe it is that when you play with someone that gives gives it 110, percent you know, they motivates others. They just kind of, you know, the ideal teammate. This is this is the guy. So when uh, you know, I, I just want everyone out there to join me, and all the Nigerians already know who this guy is. This is one of their favorite players. Uh, he needs no introduction with our fans. This is the one and only, you know, Daniel Okonkwo. Please welcome to the show, my brother. Thanks, man. You forgot you forgot my nickname. That's how they know me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the famous Oyibo one. You know, we have a second Oyibo now, you know, well, which was Ime Udoka. So you mm-hmm. were the original Oyibo. <laughs> right, right. I feel like I, I might have I might I might have broke like broken in and made made a pathway for the for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I have to say that, you know, you are one of those uh, most asked about players or most requested players uh, in Africa. You know, uh, I remember when we were in Angola, in fact, mm-hmm. the uh, the Angola players that I had on here, Victor uh, Muzadi, uh, he he brought up, you know, uh, he brought you up, you know, and mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think, you know, like the president of Angola or something, while he was, didn't they request for you to come sit with them or something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it was, that, that was crazy. They were trying to, at one hand, like almost murder us. <laughs> treat us right. But you notice the invitation only came after they cheated us. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, after they beat us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the same thing I pointed out to them. You know, when you guys cheat us and beat us, you know, right. whichever you want to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that was definitely some good times, you know. Uh, my my initial you know meeting with you uh, mm-hmm. was really on the flight, you know. I think yeah. I, on the flight to Nigeria, mm-hmm. you know, and you know I was sitting on the plane and I was a little bit nervous myself because I haven't been there in quite a long time, and mm-hmm. and of course you know all the negative things that you hear about Africa, and. You know, so I'm sizing up, you know, the, the the plane. And then, of course, I want to see if there's any other basketball players there. Right, right. I knew I could always blend in. I'm, you know, I'm a short person, six <laughs> feet tall. Nobody ever thinks that I play, you know, basketball. So I was mm. safe. But I was looking at, when I saw you, you know, I was like, okay, this guy could be a basketball player. You know, mm. he's a pretty good size there. You know, I, I was like, okay. And and when I watched your movements and, you know, we were kind of going the same places. I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, got his luggage from right here. Like <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was very interesting. So, and of mm-hmm. course, down the line, you know, uh, from you know, right from the training camp, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, kind of like size up everyone again, and you know, and you know, who's going to do what, who, you know, who you think is what. And when we started playing, I was, you know, honestly impressed. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. you know. Because you know, you know, being a pretty boy, light skinned like you are, and, <laughs> oh, yeah. a good looking guy and stuff, you know, I was like, he's gonna be soft and this and that. Mm-hmm. To my surprise, 
you know, you were roughing people up. Like, you know, I'm like, goodness, great. This guy, you know, this is the guy you need to calm down before he hurt somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fun. It's fun you say that. I mean, I had I had the almost, and I was thinking about this just as in the lead up to today. And I remember that like getting there and looking at everyone, and I, I felt you know, I'm, this is in a situation I've been in before, right? Like I've walked into other teams, but this is a country I haven't been in in, in 18 years. And and I remember our, our almost our very first practice and we were doing this drill and it was like roll the ball out and play one-on-one and it was you and me. And we had, you know, we had chopped it up earlier and we were cool, but it like you got the ball and I was like, oh, he's going to try and do something to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in my mind, I was like, no, he's not. <laughs> and then, you know, because we have been cordial and like we're laughing right now. And then you were like, wah, wah, wah. And I was like, oh, he has a little bit of shape. Okay, I'm about to body him up. I'm about to take away that mobility. <laughs> and I remember this, like, we really went at it for about two minutes. And it was like a stalemate. And I think after that point, we were like, all right, we're going to be all right with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's the thing about ballers, man. Like, you know, mm. You know, matter what, like you know, we're we're cool, we're chopping it up. But once once it get, it's time it's time to get down to business. We know oh, yeah. we, we, we get what we got to do. Mm-hmm. I have a favorite one of my favorite clips of you, and and I like playing this clip for people all the time. In fact, mm-hmm. I use it as a promo. You know, for for today. You know, uh, when I when I was uh, you know promoing, you know that you're going to be on the show, mm-hmm. and and it's a and the the whole sequence. Well, what I love about basketball is that people always look at the end results, right? Mm-hmm. I look at everything that happens before the end. Sure, you know, sure. When you know, when you know, if you, because if you study the game, you see how that person was able to do the thing that they do, right? Right. right. And and the thing that I loved about you is that your defense, you know, because I I, I never really got a lot of credit for defense, even though like I shut down my point guards because right. I usually I'm getting steals and I'm trying to. You know, do bit. You know, like when I I do a crossover, that's all everybody ever remembers. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he's got the shakes. You know, and but I admire defense and and what you know, like 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 I was saying about the clip. You, you know, like you know, they were they were trying to keep you from. Uh, it, it, we were playing Japan. It was mm-hmm. Nigeria versus Japan in uh, 1998 uh, World Championship in Greece, mm-hmm. and there was a, a a player that had been dominating. This Japanese player had been killing. I think his name was Takashi, you know, and yeah, he played. He, he's from Long Beach. Remember, remember yeah, the guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was from Long Beach, you know. So he was an, another American cat that mm-hmm. you know they had a Japanese, you know, a passport, you know, right. and you know. So this guy can ball, and he had been giving it to people. Mm-hmm. And and I remember you shut him down that game. Not only that, this clip that that, uh, that, that I played, you know, their big man bodied you up. We're trying to they screened you, bodied you up. Beach. Remember the guy? Yeah. 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 He was from Long Beach. You know, so he was an, another American cat. They, mm-hmm. you know, they had a Japanese, you know, a passport, you know. Right. And, you know, so this guy can ball and he had been giving it to people. Mm-hmm. And and I remember you shut him down that game. Not only that, this clip that that, uh, that, that I played, you know, their big man bodied you up. We're trying to they screened you, bodied you up, trying to keep you away from it, right? All you did was roll around it. <laughs> roll around and as they threw the ball you came off the screen tapped mm-hmm. it you know away and it, and it was all you fast break you know mm-hmm. this is the thing that makes you know your your abilities really impressive 
is that you were able to, you know, roll off the screen, you know, from the man and tap the ball out and boom, you were off to the races. And you would do that, you know, you know, on and off, you know, through the game, you know, and and my, you know, kind of like what you remembered, you know, our first time meeting up. Right. When I when I handle the ball, right, I I I try to see what people are going to do, mm-hmm. and and one thing I noticed about you is that it's not it's like you never reached in all the way, but you try to like use your body, you know, right. and, and and keep me from going, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I see what he's doing, I see what he's yeah. doing, you know, because and, and it's a little bit tougher to get by somebody that's using all of their body because right. you're not just diving in and trying to steal the ball, you're creating yeah. a wingspan. Where even when I try to beat you, I, now I got a longer way to go. At some, you're gonna you're gonna run into some part of my <laughs> body at some point, <laughs> and, and that's usually gonna come with a foul because it's like you know you're not gonna let somebody just go, right? And, right. And, and, and sometimes they call it, sometimes they don't. Yeah. But, and, and I I just love you know the IQ, you know uh, uh, you know when you're playing a game, and that's what you know some of the things that separates you know players and. Mm-hmm. And and you emerged from from that camp, you know, that we were in, mm-hmm. you know, and because I know there were a, a lot of people because, you know, when we looked at our roster, we had a lot of talent. That mm-hmm. 1998 team, uh, as a matter of fact, you know, uh, there's a documentary in the, in the, in the works oh, that we're amazing. going to be talking to every member of that 98 team, you know, mm-hmm. and just getting a little bit of insight, you know, because that was an awesome team, you know, you know. And I, I think that team, I think that's that 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 probably not to give us too much credit, but I think that that team probably started a new trajectory. It was like the next, the next phase of of Nigerian basketball. Um, and 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 really, you know, we had people coming in from all over, and, and you know, a lot of a lot of guys on that team were just starting to play overseas, and it was just an incredible experience. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. That that was that was uh, I I was very fortunate, you know, to to be a member of, of the Nigerian national team. I always tell people that and I, I don't take it lightly because, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know I mean, it just it was an awesome experience. But that 98 team, by far, uh, I had people that, you know, uh, I grew up, you know, here like uh, uh, watching on TV. Yeah. Somebody like uh, Obinder Casey, right? Mm-hmm. And I watched him, you know, and, you know, my favorite college team is University of North Carolina, you know, uh-huh. the Tar Heels, right? And I watched Obinder serve the Tar Heels. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was in the second half, and he had like 20 points in the second half. I mean, he was giving us the business. Right. I was like, wow. And this guy is a Nigerian guy, you know? So when, you know, a few you know, months later or, you know, a year later, I'm on a national team with this guy, you know, and, you know, and also somebody like Julius Wansu, you know, and I watch Julius, you know, putting in work and, you know, you know, being in the NBA, you know, at those times, you know, today, you know, we have all these African players and Nigerian players being drafted. Back then, it wasn't, it wasn't like that, you know. So people like Julius were, you know, a dime a dozen, you know, so, to be on the team with those guys, you know, it was just like, it was, it was like, Oh wow, this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, that 98 team was really, really special. And, and the guys on there and, and, you know, the unit, the way we bonded, uh, there's even a clip that, you know, when we finished, you know, playing, you know, I think, I think I'm, I'm, I'll show you this before we finish, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, in Senegal, 
I think we were down like 22 points and we came back to win that game. Yeah. All right. Inside the inside the bus, you know, uh, we we literally all just had a moment. You know, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, we were still, you know, dra- dripping in sweat. Everyone, right. you know, is, you know, we just had to just acknowledge what, what just happened, you know. Yeah. And because we, that was one thing we never gave up, you know, uh, even in, against no matter who we we're playing, we're, mm-hmm. we're down 20. We're going to fight and we're going to come back and we're going to make this, you know, a game. Hey, that game was tight. That game was tight. That's how, that's hey, where's your heart, fellas? That was a special summer, right? Like you had, you had people coming in from, from all over and, you know, we beat each other. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you remember, but we would have four hour practices. Yeah. <laughs> like we had four, five hour practices. Like we would start at, at six o'clock at night and go till 10 mm-hmm. like in, in 90 degree weather. Like we, we, we beat each other up. Right. And, <laughs> and, you know, and, and that's the thing talking about going back to a point you made earlier, you know, I was never, I was never the fastest, the highest leaper, the best shooter, the quickest guy. But like, all I tried to do is play hard, play defense and like do, do, do the little stuff. And, you know, I could do a little stuff in every, in, in kind of, I feel like every domain of the game, but like, I was going to lock someone up if I can, if I can say it. like, that was, that was like my, my special sauce. Like, I could do <laughs> and I feel like that was why I made the team, right? Like no one knew me. I came out of nowhere from a small league in England. You know, I played in college, but you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a, uh, you know, I played in the, in the Ivy league. It wasn't a scholarship school. Um, and, and, and probably like, you and I were similar. Like we came into that camp as, as unknowns. And so we were on, we were on the path to having to prove ourselves from the minute we got off the plane. Um, and I think that's also probably why me and you bonded too. Cause we were like, we're, you know, we weren't a Julius, we weren't a BBJ, we weren't mm-hmm. a Hacha, you know, who had that cachet there. Um, but I will say this, like I give all credit to those dudes who like welcomed us, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we, like all that stuff you talk about, we wouldn't have been able to do, if all those guys were like, oh yeah, you're my teammate from, mm-hmm. from jump. Yeah, you know, that that's you know, honestly, that's one one of the things that uh, I think that made that team special. Mm-hmm. Because we we literally had, you know, all these guys from different facets, you mm-hmm. know, um, because we had guys coming from England, we had guys coming from here in the States, you know, uh, we had some of the local guys, we just mm-hmm. had literally everything. And then, you know, some of the big boys, you know, like the Juliuses and Obinas and BBJs and, you know, all of those guys, you know, and the Achas, you know, 
it was phenomenal. And, and to have everyone, uh, you know, kind of literally put aside, you know, excuse me, put aside their differences and, right. and, and their status. Because, uh, you know, we had like a Meko Okenwa. Uh, yeah. Remember, we had a, a, a Meko Okenwa uh, in, mm-hmm. that, in that camp. Uh, Peter Aluma, you know, yeah. uh, rest his soul, uh, Peter Aluma. You yeah. know, uh, uh, in that in that camp, so it was a lot of you know, you know, these are you know MBA, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, people, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, to to have that team, and then also Yinka Dare, you know, uh, ended up you know joining us uh, as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. so they, this was a phenomenal, phenomenal team. They mm-hmm. they just featured you know uh, some of I think Nigeria's best talents. You know, yeah. and and of course at by, at that time. No, no team in Africa had won a game in the World Championship. You know, yeah. we were the first team. Yeah. You know? yeah, we were the first team to win a game in, in the World Championship. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to be honest with you, we we were on the verge of beating Australia and advancing. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know. So you know, <clears throat> those guys, like you said, you know, it was incredible. They were all welcoming, and <clears throat> and, and that's something <clears throat> that uh, till today that you know really really stands out, and and I'll never forget it. Oh yeah, and you know. But it was it was also I think for for me it was eye opening right I I was playing in in the first division in England and came to the camp and you know I, I still I don't know if you remember this do you remember we played our very first international tournament was in Cyprus yes I remember you, you probably have it on one of your tapes <laughs> <laughs> and we were playing and we can laugh about it now because we know better. We were playing Lithuania. <laughs> yes, yes. And we and I remember I have I have a picture of me and you in our, our warm-ups. And and basically we are in our room talking about we're about to go beat the brakes off these Lithuanians. <laughs> it it didn't turn out that way. <laughs> I, I, and, and and I I will play the clip. I will play the clip in this video when we play it. Because I do have that clip. We were standing there, me and you in front of the mirror. Because, you know, the, the, the thing that made it memorable is, it, it, at least for, for me, it stood out immensely because mm-hmm. we were standing in front of the mirror and, and our Nigerian you know, uh, warm-ups. Mm-hmm. And, and and we had just got paid too because you mentioned right. that in the video because I just watched it. Remember, <laughs> I was telling you that I watched these videos, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. uh, you know, I, and I just literally watched the video that you're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, a few days ago. And and we had just got paid, you know, our allowances and stuff. We're yeah, feeling good. good, you know. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in our warm ups in our very mm-hmm. first game representing Nigeria. Right. For me, it was an immense moment, and not only that, we were starting. You know, yeah, no, and, 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 you know, all that stuff came together. Like you're, you're absolutely right. Like it was almost a surreal experience for all those things to be happening at once. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I think about that, and uh, till today, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm eternally grateful. But what's, what's even more is, you know, like the experience that we had, right? You know, and you know, going on, and you know, not only you know, you know, playing, you know, at the World Championships there. But, you know, we later on, you know, went on to, you know, tour, you know, through Europe, me and you especially with some of the younger guys. And it gave us a chance to kind of, you know, bond and mentor some of the younger guys as well. And, you know, people like Olumide was coming up. We ended up playing, I believe, in Germany against Dirk Nowitzki's team, you know, the Wurzburg X-Rays. 
mm-hmm. you know, uh, in, in Germany, you know. Uh, so that was really, really kind of, in, you know, some of those experiences, you know, when I think about it now, it's like, wow. And I'm very fortunate. I documented a lot of the stuff, like, like we mm-hmm. said, but you know, I always, I, I always want to, I want to ask you this, you know, because you, you know, you, you had an influence, you know, in terms of, you know, uh, you know, when we were always out, you know, you always had a book. And, you know, and, and, you know, it may, it's probably the Yale background, you know, uh, but you always had a, a book and, and as my screen falls down here, you know, you always had a, a, a book, you know, so it was always interesting, you know, to, you know, uh, you know, to see you, you know, in the midst of no matter where we were. And I had the pleasure of playing with you and uh, also in the Middle East and Lebanon, right, right. you know, and I was always fascinated, you know, like, you know, you, you would study the layout of the land, you know, what's going on. You know, uh, we when we go out to lunch, you happen to know the scenery. And, uh, and, and uh, there was a battle in 1800 in this location. You know, there, uh, I mean, you know, it, what, what motivates motivate you as a basketball player? I mean, like, you know. Is it is it just that your background, or have you always been like no, that, just kind know, of studying things around? Th- that's a really good question, and you know, I think for me, this that that time in my life was I, I felt so lucky to be. I mean, we spent at that point in our lives what 11, 10 months out of the United States, and and I think what I wanted to do was I wanted to not be a tourist wherever I went, so I was trying to read up. Uh, about wherever we were going before I got there. So I could know, you know, like you said, what's the lay of the land? What are, what are people who live here? What do they like? What do they do? What's the cool spot to go to? Um, and for me, I was just fascinated by different parts of the world and I didn't want to be taken by surprise by any place. So I tried to read up as, as much as I could. Um, and, you know, a lot of that was, was just taking the information that was out there and and available to me, but uh, you know I, I always kept a book too, just because I you know because I like to read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I I I found that fascinating, and and mm-hmm. um, I remember we were on a plane, and I and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to look smart too. I'm going to start reading, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I I grabbed a book and and I was uh you know you know uh, it took like five minutes. I was thumbing through the pictures and stuff and going through it. And of course, I'm restless, I'm bored and and whatever. Mm-hmm. I start messing with the reporter. The uh you know uh this is when we travel with the reporters in, uh, right. with the national team, right? Uh-huh. And and I'm messing with the reporter uh and just you know back and forth, you know, doing this and that. And this fool goes at the end of the the trip, and he's writing a, uh, his report or whatever. I, I'm reading this, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, Daniel is you know reading his book, and you know, mm-hmm. like this. Why Kingsley is looking through pictures? You know, I'm like, how do you know I'm looking through pictures? <laughs> there were words on the page too, <laughs> but no. But you know, for part of it too was like, I mean, I don't know about you, but I felt." I felt so lucky to be to be doing this. 
And so part of it was like, I don't know the next time I'm going to be here, right? I don't know the next time I'm going to get to do this again in any in any place we're going, right? But like we went to places. I mean, could you would you have imagined that you would have been in Rwanda, in Angola, or you know, in in Beirut? And so for part of it was like, I just want to soak up everything there is about this place. And I know there's more that I'm seeing with my eyes. So I'm trying to delve in, dive in deeper um, to just get this, this full experience. Yeah. You know, and that made me appreciate a lot of, a lot of things. And, and that's one of the things I tell people, you know, we're very fortunate to have, you know, opportunity to play professional basketball, mm-hmm. especially to travel the world uh, and, you know, have that opportunity, you know, and, you know, like you said, you know, to yeah. go all these different places. So uh, by, 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 by all means, you know, um, you know, I, I, I just, I, I started taking advantage of it. Like, so, mm-hmm. you know, the, some of the influences I know when we were in, uh, in Beirut, uh, I went to, you know, uh, a winery, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, uh, and of course I, you know, I like alcohol. So I, you know, I'm like, Hey, you know, you know if I'm <laughs> going to do some wine. cultural stuff, <laughs> it's the best of both worlds, <laughs> best of both worlds. I can get, I can get my wine and, you know, get a little bit of culture as well. Yeah. You know, hey, I loved it. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, another thing I want to ask you is like, you know, what you know, what motivates you to play defense? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times, you know, I talk to players, and I recently started coaching before COVID, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm the only undefeated coach in the world. You know, because <laughs> you know, I never lost a game. You got a, you got a team, but no losses. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, it, well, you know, I, we played four games. And okay. I was lucky enough to win all four games before uh, they shut us down because of COVID. All and, right. be- and because of my winning percentage, I think I would have never lost ever. You know? <laughs> 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 yeah. So, you know, but my, my team, you know, uh, when, when I was coaching them and I found it very difficult because, you know, in my mind, I know what I want and, and, and what I want to have happen. And I mm-hmm. want all my players to play defense, get back, you know, do this. And there's some players that just want to score. You know, yeah. I had one player that every time, you know, they got the ball, it was up, you know. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mad at him, but I also want you to play defense. You know? Right, right, right. And, and, yeah, but, you know, there's some players that really have a knack for it. You, you know, uh, watching, you know, I've, I've watched a ton of tape of our mm-hmm. games and stuff. You never really took bad shots. It was always like you took the shot that, that, that was available to you. Mm-hmm. You know, you created shots by, you know, by your defense, you know. Mm-hmm. So what motivates you or, you know, you know, and 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 I, I took the liberty of doing a little bit of research, found mm-hmm. out that you were actually the second all-time leading steals uh, getter yeah, at yeah. Yale University, mm-hmm. you know. So it's not a small accomplishment. Ivy League, you know, uh, college, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you're the second all-time leading uh, steals, you know. Uh, so, you know, what motivates you to play defense or how did you develop that knack? Yeah, that I think for me, and I said a little bit about this earlier, like I think I realized my limitations early, right? I think you you play basketball, you play with that person that has just like they 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 have moves, they can jump higher, they're quicker. And and that just that just wasn't me. But I I love I love playing basketball, man. You know, I I just I love it. (laughs) And uh but I also I also knew that there was I, I I figured out early on that there was always going to be a place for someone that can play defense, 
you know, there's always going to be a place for someone that that can lock someone down and really does the little stuff. And and so for me, like I think in my in my head, I just put that on a par with scoring, you know. And and it was one thing that I felt like was always going to be a different differentiator. And I think if you if I took a look back at my career, I I never made a team because of my offense, right? Like I like I feel like everything that I was able to accomplish was because I wanted to do that that grimy stuff. I wanted to, I wanted to just I wanted to stop someone. And for me, it was like I would rather shut someone down. Like you come in scoring 30 points a game and you get 10, right? Like you're going to feel worse than if I score 30 on you. You're going to go back and think like, oh man, why didn't I do this? Like why did I let him? Mm-hmm. I mean, someone playing, I don't have the ball playing defense. Right? You got the, you got the rock and you can't do anything. Like you're going to feel horrible. <laughs> um so so part of it was just like I just I wanted I wanted to dominate on the end of the on the end of the floor that not a lot of people pay attention to. Um and then and then doing it is just like I, I feel like doing the defensive work like takes hard work. You can't take a second off. You can't get steals if if you're chilling. Mm-hmm. You can't get a rebound. If you're relaxing, if you're playing against a score and you relax for a minute, you mean, you know, as, as a scorer, right? Like someone relaxes for a minute, right? Mm-hmm. Hand out, hand down. That's right. And for me, I was like, I, I don't want to take those plays off. Um, and and I, I think taking it back to the, the Nigerian team. Like I said, I came out of I came out of nowhere. And that was that was like the one thing that I offered. I was like, I'm willing to do that. And you know what? <laughs> I mean, you know, to be frank, like I got cooked a couple of times. There was, there was, some, people, <laughs> there, there was some people that, that might've got me here and there, but for the most, but, but, but no one, but no one could say that like they didn't have to do work mm-hmm. to get what they got. Well, you know, and, and that's, and that's the thing I think, um, a lot of times people mistake that, you know, uh, being a great defensive player that you're never mm-hmm. going to get, you know, beaten, you know, yeah. uh, and which is not realistic, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as, especially, you know, the the level of basketball that we that we play. That's right. Uh, you know, you know, you, you're always going to have someone, you know, and, and I, I, I tell I tell people all the time, like, I'm almost 50 years old. Mm-hmm. Right. But I guarantee you, I don't care if you put a 25 year old in front of me. I, you know, I will get past you, you know, right. I, you know at 50. You know, yeah. as crazy as it seems, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to be able to just stop me from getting to the basket. I have right. a crossover. Mm-hmm. I, I have experience. You know, right. I, you know, it's just, you know, it's kind of like if you, you know, you know, playing against you know, um, a veteran, right? Mm-hmm. You've played against people that were hella slow, you know, no, no jumping out. ability. And you'll be like, how did you just get that? How did you just get that and, shot off? And you can't stop him. And <laughs> <laughs> you'll be mad. Mad about it. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely understand it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now I I know I like to, you know, I ask people this and 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 kind of get your perspective. 
Mm-hmm. What would you say is the greatest experience or your best experience that you had playing African basketball? Oh man, you know it's it's funny. I, I thought about this too before it came on, and it's actually it's it's a it's a bittersweet memory. But I remember the the final game. So we in in ninety in ninety nine when we were playing in the cup of nations right in angola to qualify for for the olympics mm. we played angola twice if you remember yes and and the second game like we we lost to them early and so we came back up through the bracket and so now we're playing them for the the championship to qualify for the olympics in 2000 a mile from the stadium people are beating on our bus you remember that <laughs> And, the thing is, and, and this is a testament to our team. We're inside singing songs, mm-hmm. right? Like we're not, we're not shook. We're not worried about that. We're inside chanting, singing our songs. But I remember going out in the court and warming up and it was loud. And I remember when they hit that first shot and literally the ground was like moving. It was mm-hmm. so loud in that stadium. And I was just like, yeah. This is fun, right? <laughs> like this is this is what it's about. Like everyone, every kid in their they're 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 shooting in their driveway. They're you know going five, four, three, two, one. Take a shot. You know, they dream about that moment. And I, I could never have imagined that would have come in a country that I had never envisioned me visiting. Um, and that was that was amazing, right? To know like all right, like we're in it. Um, and, and then, and then second to that is just like the last five minutes of that game, we were down hella points. And this is the thing is this why, you know, I mean, you know, I love you, but like, I remember me and you had a very special bond. And I feel like there were a lot of times in games, we would just like, look at each other because mm-hmm. I was a big guard, right? They had me playing like the two, cause I could, that's right. And we would just look at each other and be like, let's get him. Yeah, it's time period, to lock it in. <laughs> there's a period of that game where we just started taking the ball from them. <laughs> and, and like, just started coming back, coming back, coming back. And then they had, like, I know you talked to the Angolan cats. Did you ask them about those two intentional fouls? In yeah, the last- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Of course, he swears they didn't cheat. But I have the videotape. I have the videotape, bro. I have it. <laughs> so, so I, I will say when you talk about favorite memories, like I would say that encapsulates so much of it, right? It was not just it was not just being on the stage for like for all the chips, but it was like just also being on a team of people like we had each other's back and like it was it was a big moment. Um, and, you know, we, it didn't it didn't work out. But I think we can always say that we were, you know, this close to the Olympics. Um and I feel like there's people that that came after us and picked up that torch. And like now you can say, you know, I think we could say there's never going to be a time when Nigeria isn't not only in a premier international tournament, but like a favorite to go very far in that tournament. Um, and I think that's the state of play where we are now. You you basically you captured everything in, in that statement because, mm-hmm. you know, essentially that memory to today, you know, uh, I, I think probably haunts me at the same time because to have an opportunity to go to the Olympics, you know, um, 
it's 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 rare, you know. Mm-hmm. And and a couple of times, you know, Angola has kept us from from that from that dreamland. But mm-hmm. that one particular instance, you know, really really puts everything in focus because what you said a, a mile away from from uh, the stadium, mm-hmm. these people lined up, you know. Uh, and I reminded the Angolan guy. I said that mm-hmm. was one passion that they. I actually like that about their fans because yeah. they were so determined. They mm-hmm. lined up a mile away from our hotel, you know, to to the stadium, chanting, you know. Yeah. And inside that bus, I'll never forget uh, Olumide. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we you know, I think he he was you know uh, the one that started that. Uh, uh, you know, like fellow Nigerians, no mm-hmm. tension. We yeah. are winning by the grace of God. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and it was like him. I remember how the rest of it, like ayo ayo or something. You know, but it, I mean, it was it was like wow. And we all literally were singing that song and just kind of like walking. It was like everyone was dialed in. Right. And you know, to be in that moment. You know, uh, like you said, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing like it. And knowing that you're representing 150 million or 200 million mm-hmm. people or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, you know, for an Olympic birth, that, that was, you know, truly, truly, you know, uh, that, that's a great memory. And, and that's one yeah. of the, the ones that I have as well that uh, I wish it would have turned out a little bit different mm-hmm. that we would have won sure. that game. But, you know, being that we gave it all, we took Nigerian basketball to a level that, mm-hmm. You know, it probably, you know, I, I would say it would never come down from. And, right. and I'm very happy about that. So, you know, that that's great. Now, uh, I, I know that's a, a bittersweet memory as well, mm-hmm. but I, I want to remind you of something. Like, this is one of my fondest memory, you know, uh, is that you know, that 98 team that we were a part of, mm-hmm. uh, there was, you know, a trip that we took, you know, to uh, while we were in Senegal. Oh, to uh, Gory Island. To yeah. Gory Island, exactly. Uh, you know, that was an amazing trip because, um, mm. you know, in part of that trip, and I, I will play a little bit of the clip of that of that trip as well. Uh, I don't know if you remember, we were uh, at a music. Uh, it was at a, at a like it was kind of like a, a gift shop, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in 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 Senegal uh, on the way to the island. Right. We had to take that uh, boat, that ferry boat to the island. <clears throat> and uh, and these guys, Julius, you know, uh, Tunji, Godwin or Winge, mm-hmm. uh, they they saw a set of drums, you know, mm-hmm. in the gift shop. And they started they grabbed the drums and started playing. And we literally had a miniature party in there. Right. You know, right. Uh, you know, and then we went off to Gory Island. And took the tour, and mm-hmm. and I actually captured a lot of the uh, the tour that we took. You know, yeah, some I still of the have information. A lot of pictures. I still have a whole photo album of that. And you know, one of the interesting things was, you know, I don't know if you remember that our guide said you can't give black people and white people this tour together. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 I, I don't. I say that to say like we came into that wanting to at least for me, we came that wanting to see something that we knew was important, but it was so sobering, right? Yes, it was, yes. And we were like, wow, when they showed us the shackles and they showed us the door of no return, when they showed us these little holding cells, you know, it was, you know, it was a really sobering moment. Um, but also too, I feel like that was one thing that was special about 
this mm. this group of, of fellows is that exactly like, we weren't about just going out and partying like we were doing you know from our remember our 7 a.m bible study right yes uh practice to eating dinner to going you know this this was not and you know i i don't know how it is today you know but i feel like for a bunch of professional athletes to bond like that i i i I don't know that that happens like that now. Yeah, and, and, and you know that that's one of the reasons that you know I I mentioned the the, the documentary that mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually going to have uh, you know the next you know guest that I'm having on on the show is uh, Lonzo uh, Wenker. Okay. You know mm-hmm. uh, he's a movie producer. Uh, he you know did you know uh, Anchor Baby you know, right. uh, and you know he, this guy is an awesome awesome producer. He's actually a basketball guy as well. Okay. Uh, and that, that's one of the things that, you know, uh, I'm going to, you know, uh, you know, discuss with him, you know, about about the project, because mm-hmm. there's there's been a, a lot of interest about that 918. And okay. uh, and I happen to have a lot of the footages and the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, and can I? I didn't sign a waiver, so you can't. <laughs> you know, I'm a lawyer. I'm a- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know, you might have to represent some of us on the, on the, on the video. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, one of the things that was interesting about about that is, uh, you know, the Nigerian national team. Of course, we have a lot of uh, ups and downs, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with, you know, the administrations in terms of, you know, uh, how things are handled. And uh, even with some of the things that's going on now. It's always, yeah. you know, there's some positive, there's always some negatives, and mm-hmm. you just kind of take take things with a grain of salt. Uh, so during some of our downtime, you know, when we were, <laughs> when we were, you know, stranded in places, you know, some of the venting and stuff, you know, it was uh, it was hilarious to look back at it now. Yeah. And and even when we were bonding, you know, uh, some of the guys uh, at Mecca, Mohammed Acha, the mm-hmm. constant, you know, uh, joking around. You right. know that that took place. You know, uh, I even have uh, an impromptu improv uh, that we did on the bus. Um, <laughs> you know, where you know it was it was like uh, comedy shows. You know, singing. You know, Julius. You know, uh, uh, doing. You know, uh, basically mm-hmm. the improv of uh, uh, you know uh, of you know the Gong Show. You know, yeah, yeah. so it it was it was a lot of stuff that took place that. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that I feel that we, we're going to share. But one thing I wanted to uh, kind of touch on is that, you know, you like I mentioned, you know, I, I had an opportunity to play with you, uh, not only, you know, you know together as teammates, mm-hmm. but to see you as an opponent, you know, uh, right. you know when we played in the Middle East. And, mm-hmm. and it gave me a different, you know, uh, understanding, you know, like when we had to prepare for your team. Right. You know? and, uh, and, and it was... It was always it, it was always interesting, you know, when we had to, you know, when, when I knew that you were my teammate mm-hmm. and, and I knew there were certain <laughs> things that I can expect. Uh-huh. And, and I remember warning my teammates, you know, I was like, hey, look, he's stronger than he looks. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's going to body your ass up, man. Like, please, you know, don't take no shortcuts. Because uh-huh. any mistakes that you make, he's going to capitalize on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like. That that was one of the things that you know I, I try to you know kind of tell them about, mm-hmm. and and sure enough, you know when we played you guys, and you know it, it kind of shows out. And when I watch the films, 
because I, I'm just a big film person, you know. Because yeah, yeah. Well, the it, film it, tells you the truth, right? It's yeah, like, yeah. You know, because it never lies. You know, like yeah. I, I mean, I can cheat myself. You know, mm -hmm. but the film doesn't lie. It shows that you took a shortcut, you know. Yep. And every time you always try to, you you punish people when they, when they, you know, make those mental mistakes, you know. Mm -hmm. So I've always liked that, you know, about you. And and watching you in 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 uh, in uh, uh, Middle East, you know, I, I had a better appreciation for uh, for your game. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing I, I, I want to ask you is that, you know, uh, when it comes to, you know, when it comes to studying your opponent, you know, mm -hmm. what is the what what's the the thing that you try to look for when you when you're preparing, you know, for for a new opponent? What is your your plan or your thought of methods or your method of thought? Yeah, my my first thing is like, what's their what's their favorite thing to do? Like, like what do you like to do? Right. Like we as 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 people who play a game that you have to do things over and over and over to get good at and proficient, like what's your favorite thing to do? And, and that's what I want to take away because I felt like a lot of people, and even at the professional level, people have their secondary, their, their third thing to go to, but I want to take away that main thing and then see what, see what's next. So if you like to go right, if you like to get to the hole, if you like to post up on the right block, right? Like I want to, I want to take that away. Um, and I felt like I had the skills, the defensive skills to do that. So that was like the first thing I would look at. Um, and second, I would just, you know, and this, this is one thing, like I said, it goes back way back in my career is like when I had, a, I had an AAU coach, Marcus Harris, who was like, no one will beat us because we're out of shape. And so my for me my preparation started with like i'm not going to get tired so i'm going to get up on you early and i'm just going i'm just going to stick there because i'm in shape and so like i feel like those two things worked really well um and it's it's hard i think it's and it's happened to me too when people got up at me it's hard to not be able to do the thing you want to do on offense when you want to do it and if you can make someone work hard, like shooters get tired, right? <laughs> <laughs> and 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 like I'll I'll be honest too, like I was not above a little elbow to the gut, <laughs> you know. And you know I'll hold you, I'll like I'll have that off hand <laughs> that's grabbing your shorts. Like I'm gonna do, like I'm trying to win, right? Like <laughs> two things are gonna happen. There's gonna be a winner. And there's going to be a loser, and I know what side I'm trying to be on. <laughs> um, well, whatever you can get away with. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But 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 I was like, but Kings, I was like you. Like I watched. Like I felt like there were two ways to like to do this. There there are multiple ways to do this game, and I was going to be like a student of the game, you know. And I was going to watch film, and I was going to figure out what people wanted to do, um, and and like because you said like. If you if you're doing that up until now, you're going to do it when you and I are on the court. Mm -hmm. and, and and you know that, that that's uh, one of the one of the things that that separates you know uh, well it's a very thin line between winning and losing, especially mm -hmm. the higher up you go. Yeah. Uh, so you have to you do some of those you know little things. I, I always look at it like it's not a foul unless the referee calls it. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, I need, to, I need to grab a little bit. You know, you see how fast yeah. some of these guys are? You know, I mean, <laughs> if you don't grab onto them, they're going to go right past you. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Now, what is your favorite, what is your favorite, you know, uh, you know, I, I would say Nigerian, African food. What is mm. your favorite dish? Man, you know, I like I like the goosey with goat and some pounded yam. <laughs> like that is that's man. what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Like just the classic, you know, it's funny. Um, my parents, we were fortunate enough, my parents came out here um so like a month ago now. So we saw them for the first time in together in a year and a half. And I got my dad's suit and I got the yam flower in the in the closet <laughs> right over there. So, and that's going to be like just me late night. <laughs> I don't know that uh, anyone else wants it, but but that's my favorite. But, you know, for for your listeners, what what they don't know is that Kingsley's mom will put some pounds on you. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I would come to the east, and we would be in uh, in Awari, and we would wake up and we would have native eggs at like nine a.m. Yeah. and then there would be at eleven. And then like rice and stew and chicken, and, one. and I'm like, we haven't even eaten dinner yet, and I've already eaten five pounds of food. <laughs> it, it is crazy, and it's still the same way, man. It's crazy, you know. Uh, and, and and that was that was one thing uh, that I, I I just I I can't I can't understand it, but mm-hmm. you know between between the you know the uh, the breakfast brunch you know lunch and you know mm-hmm. snack in between. I, I I don't know how there's any goats in Nigeria. You know, <laughs> there should be like one goat hiding, <laughs> and real skinny because he's running. <laughs> I I promise, man, because you know I I it's like everything has goat in it, you uh-huh. know, and goat is so good that you know I came down here. Uh, and, and I, I tell this story, you know, uh, when I first bought a, a house out of here mm-hmm. and uh, my niece, you know, uh, Kivani, you know, very, you know, well, she's a grown woman now. She, mm-hmm. you know, in fact, she's, you know, I, 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 if I call her, you know, little girl, I'll be like, ah, what is, you know, she's 20 right. something years old now. She's a grown woman. But anyways, when she was a baby. You know, mm-hmm. and this is, you know, uh, going back to like 2005 or something like that. You know, I was doing a house uh, opening and my parents were here, you know, and, you know, um, you know, we went to the goat farm. And, you know, of course, like the you know, normal thing, we got to kill a goat. Yeah. So I took my niece with me, you know, mm-hmm. we pulled up. She's like, oh, my God, these are so cute. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, I said, well, baby girl, you get to pick one out. She said, oh, I love this one. This one is so cute. I said, that's the one that you want? She said, yes. I said, that's the one that we're going to take. She said, what are they going to do with it? So they're going to kill it and we're going to eat it. (laughs) You should have seen her face. She was like, no. I mean, it was like. Like, like it was murder or something, you right, know. Right. So she was all hysterical, you know. <laughs> but uh, that—that's my point. It, it, it's, it's just crazy. But yeah. you know, our Nigerians, you know, we killing goats every day. You know, day. every occasion is a goat. All day, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I will say this is like I, I you know, I, I love you like you're my brother. But you know, one of the things that I always loved was, you know, 
your family opened their doors to me, right? <laughs> just off of principle, right? Like we would just, we'd hop on the ABC bus and, and just roll down there and be like, hey, come hang out for a week. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I, I, before before we before we started rolling, like just asking after family, I really, I love them, and they're they're just like tremendous people. So, you know, I I, I hope that that they can listen to this and, and know that I have so much respect and, and and love for them. Yeah. Well, you know, I told you my dad was just asking about you. It's like uh, you know that you know my parents are are unique people, and and I, I honestly I'm trying to. Uh, aspire to be like my dad and, and I got mm-hmm. a long way to go, but you know, way, you know, after all, we, we got, we got things to look up to, you know, right, right. <laughs> but yeah. you know, my, my parents are really, really, uh, you know, my dad is down here, you know, uh, our people in our village, you know, he, he's, we got a, our family compound in the village where, mm-hmm. you know, that's our main, you know, uh, stay, right. Where yeah. the people are all over the place. They come to our, our compound and they get water. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, our security guard that's you know uh, for the compound. I, I I asked my dad. I said, you know, why don't you just you know you're not even in the country. Why don't you just you know lock up you know the you know things. Said, well, how are those people going to get water? Right, you know, right. so you know he's always concerned about you know you know people and blah you know and yeah. they break they break the pump and you know he's here you know fixing the pump you know mm-hmm. you know directing people to fix because you know the people need to have water so. Right. You know, I, they're very, very unique individuals, man. And, and I've never seen anyone like them. I try to get them to stop, to be honest with you, about <laughs> some of the stuff, you know. But, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, they, they love you, by the way. So I, yeah. I, I have yeah. to say, like I said, my dad you. wants yeah. he wanted me to tell you what's up. And when I told him that you were coming on the show, they were very uh, excited, you know. So it's uh, one of those things. But, you're, you're uh, you know, to your testament, you're one of those people that I honestly I talk about. and. And when I talk about my teammates, you know, mm-hmm. you're a very principled person, you know, that, you know, I learned a lot from you, not just about basketball, but just from life, mm-hmm. you know, just the way that you carry yourself. Uh, it, you know, it, 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 I, the only thing I don't like is I always got the reputation of being the party animal, you know, I'm like, <laughs> Dang, you know, you know I, I do, I do good stuff too, you know, <laughs> but, you know, I, I do admire that about you because, you know, you, you're one of those people that you you try to improve other people and make things uh, better around you. So that that's always a, a very good uh, positive thing to, uh, to have. And 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 I do have to ask you this: is that you know, mm-hmm. like Yale University? It's it's not we don't get a lot of Ivy League people on on my show. You know, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, like so. I wanna I wanna you know for my listeners that that's just you know thinking about basketball. I want you to give them an insight you know, to, you know, being at Yale University, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, obviously it's a prestigious university. What does it take for someone that, that aspires to go to Yale? You know, uh, you yourself, you kind of, you know, touched on it a little bit earlier that, you know, it's not a scholarship school, so mm-hmm. you, get, you must have your academics on point. So not right. only do you have to be a top, you know, uh, person in, in, in athletics, but you must be as well as in academics. And I kind of, you know, joke about it a little bit in terms of you always having a book and things of that nature, but those are good traits to have, you know. So, you know, can you touch on that a little bit in terms of yeah. what it takes? Yeah, for sure. And 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 so I think one of the things that um, I, I've learned about 
about playing was that it could take you anywhere, right? And I think that's why a lot of us started playing the game. And I, I met the the coach, one of the assistant coaches, his name was Michael Mucci. I still remember the AU tournament in 92 in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And he's like, hey, are you interested in this school? And I was like, I'm interested in who's interested in me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're interested in me, I'm interested in you. <laughs> right? I, I, didn't, I didn't have a big name and um, ended up going there. But, but the thing is, um, again, is that you had to really love the game. We weren't, we were paying for school. You know, we were playing back-to-back games on on Friday and Saturday nights, so you so you didn't miss class, um, and and it was it was it was an environment though where like you you realize that you could play a high level of basketball, um, but still have have another focus, um, and you know I think it was it was a fantastic experience. Like you know I I I, I tell this story quite often is, you know, we were in, you know, I came into college in fall of, of 1993. Um, and there was a team up, up the road called UConn who had this guy who also came in, in the fall of 1993 named Ray Allen. Some of your listeners may have, may have heard of him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, and, Let's just say that every year that we play for the two years he was in college, uh, he showed why he is who he is uh, on us, <laughs> on us. And then and then he left, and we were like, "Bet he's gone," and he got replaced by a guy named Richard Hamilton, <laughs> who he was. Um, but but uh, it, but the thing is, like, I feel like that was also. You know, I joke, but that, that was also a great training ground, right? Like you're testing yourself against these guys who are Hall of Famers, right? Who are winning NBA championships, and so um, it was like this little oasis. I feel like in Division One, where you could, you had the ability to compete at this very high level, um, but at, at the same time, um, be in a place where basketball wasn't going to be your career and and that i think that's changed I, I will say this that's changed right i got to give a shout out to to ba oni who's on the jazz and all the other yale graduates who are playing all over the all over the world right now um and and, and i think the the profile of the school and just the league has has been elevated in the last in the last 20 years um but it was, it really was like the best of both worlds. I think when I was going to college, I wanted to find a place I could play at a high level and get a degree that, that I could use. And it, it worked out that way. And just fortunate that I was able to go up out and have the experiences overseas that I did, because that was not contemplated when I, when I started school. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know, the, the thing about Yale is that, you know, uh, aside from, you know, Aside from the basketball, you know, uh, aspect of it, it's a prestigious school. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're one of the top schools in the world. You know, so obviously it's it's already a a, a top accomplishment. You know, mm-hmm. to to go to that the university is such a prestigious university. 
And, and, you know, then to be able to excel in athletics, you know, at any division one school, you mm-hmm. know, is, is, is an accomplishment. And, and I think, you know, uh, when anyone that takes it lightly, uh, obviously hasn't played against you, you know, so I, you know, that's one of the things that I always tell people is that, you know, it doesn't matter what school you come from at times, you know, mm-hmm. it's really, you know, it's, it's the heart of the person, you know? Yeah. And, and, and obviously you were able to accomplish a, a great deal, uh, you know, coming from not only an academic school, uh, but then, you know, being able to translate that, you know, mm-hmm. into, you know, um, you know, a very powerful, you know, career. Now you mentioned, you know, you're you're currently an, an attorney. You know, what kind of uh, what kind of law do you practice? Well, so I, I'm I'm an attorney, but I actually I don't I don't practice as an attorney. I work at I'm, I'm actually in corporate philanthropy, so I work for J.P. Morgan Chase, and I manage a team of um, philanthropic program officers who make investments in communities up and down up and down the East Coast. Um, I started my career as a, as a trial attorney, as a, as a public defender in Miami. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I started and ran a nonprofit with some friends of mine from law school that were focused on, on juvenile justice. But now, now I work in corporate philanthropy. I, I, I maintain a bar license. I, I like to get back to practicing. <laughs> See, I just, I, I'm qualified enough to answer like friends and relatives questions. <laughs> Well, that that's what's up. That's what's mm-hmm. up. You know, we we all you know we all need an attorney. You know, uh, you know, in in the back pocket that we you can gotta have one around. You got yeah, you gotta you gotta have one around on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, you, you uh, wh- where did you go to law school? You uh, you went to uh, Georgetown Law, oh, right? Georgetown. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And so I live in D.C. now, and and I went to Georgetown here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you try to you try to uh, you know capture all the top universities in your resume. <laughs> there, there's still a few out there, but I think I'm done. I think I'm done with school. <laughs> you know, I, I I was like, you know, uh, I I I always tell people that this is a this is a very smart guy, man. You know, like he went to Yale, and uh, they say, yeah, I say he's a lawyer now. You know, uh, when he go to law school, Georgetown. I was like, wow, wow. So I it said, what's left, man? You know, like you. Uh, we might have to just get you, uh, you know, what, what's the other top school left? I think uh, uh, we got uh, Stanford on this side of the coast. Come uh, over here and do something over here, man. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, done, I'm done paying. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you, like, you know, if you ever if you ever need, you know, someone, you know, to. Um, well, I, I, you know, I don't I don't want to be a, a client, you know, in the lawsuit, mm. you know, or anything. Uh, I, I, maybe I should sue someone, and, and you know this this gets a business. You know? Right, right. Well, you know, the, the, just start falling down in grocery stores, and we can see <laughs> what's, what's happening. I can flop. I can flop with the best of them. <laughs> <laughs> you, you picked up. You picked up what I was laying down. I was. I was <laughs> you know, hey, I, I I have one memory. I have. I want to. I want to share. Uh, you know, now this is, uh, this is, you know, a, a fun memory. Uh, I'm not going to give a lot of details of this, but mm-hmm. I remember, you know, we were in, uh, in, in, I believe it was in Rotterdam. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and you were co-captains of the national team at the time. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, we were on a, a tour, you know, and, you know, that day we gave the team 
a day off and we mm-hmm. just, you know, everyone just went and had their, their time. You know, one thing I like about you is, you know, you are a great leader, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and there comes a time, you know, when you identify everyone needed, you know, a break, you know, everyone's exhausted. Just like, you mm-hmm. know, everybody just needs the time off, you know, and, 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 and it was just great. You know, it was almost like, you know, I remember you having a discussion with me that, Hey, you know, I'm thinking about a day off for everyone. And I was like, you know, this is a, I'm always down for a day off, you know, right. but it was like the perfect timing, you know? So, uh-huh. and we came back refreshed and I think we went on to Germany and beat the hell out of uh, Dirk Nowitzki's team after yeah. that, I think, yeah. you know? So uh, nice I always admired nice that. Run after that. You say what? That we went on a nice little run after that. That's right. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, identifying when everyone is exhausted, everyone needs a little break, a little pick me up. You know, it's like, hey, you know, give everybody a day off and then boom, you know, it's like everybody's we, we are re-energized and we're ready to, you know, make things happen, you know. So uh, I want to thank you for, you know, for definitely being on the show with me today. You know, uh, there's a lot of things that we want to, uh, that I want to cover. Uh, I want to have you back on the show. Uh, as I said, you know, one of the things that, you know, that we're going to do is uh, the documentary for the 98 team. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we're going to give a little bit of commentary on it and, and so on. So I would love for you to be a, a you know, a, you know, a, a part of that, you know, event, you know, uh, Tunji, Julius, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, uh, Fat Boy, you know, remember Fat Boy Obina, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's my in-law now, you know that? Oh, man. Look, you know? hey, I, I would, I would love to do that. You know, all, you know, I have so much love for, for, all of us, and I think you know, just seeing what everyone has done since then has been been fantastic. And, you know, we have you know, we could have a whole nother show about like just living in Lebanon and what it meant, <laughs> and and you know, Acha who brought us both there, yeah, Deuce who played there, and you know, um, so there there there's a lot there's a lot of ground to go over, you know. <laughs> they, you know, uh, I I never realized Lebanon actually had a lot of Nigerian basketball players that went through there. In uh, Lassoon, you know, yeah, everyone, Musti, yeah, Mustafa, Ibrahim, you know. <laughs> it, it was, you know, uh, I remember when I came, I came to Beirut, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and Mohammed Acha, you know, I was hanging with him in Juni, you know, and you know, I went to go buy a suitcase. And and uh, you know some some people came around and and they were talking and of course they didn't know who I was and so uh, on. and and I remember telling those people I was like hey you know by by the time I leave here you're gonna know who Kingsley is that's right that's right you know, don't forget this shit you know because they were all over Acha 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 you know I mean you know Acha is my boy you know but I have a way of kind of needling him. yeah I, I you're like, like I'm gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to mess with him a little bit, you know. So, and, and I was tired. And, and uh, there's billboards with Acha and all of this uh-huh. stuff. And, and and they were like, ah. I was like, hey, you know, I'm Kingsley Obadira. Just remember mm-hmm. me because before I leave here, you're going to know me. Right, you know? right. And, and, you know, uh, and it's funny enough, before I left, I went to go buy a suitcase because another suitcase because I, uh-huh. you know, tore up my old ones and all that shit, you know. Uh-huh. And, and the people came out. They were like, ah, Kingsley, Kinshu, baby. You know, uh, I'm like, oh, you remember now, goddamn me. You know? 
<laughs> so that was that was what one thing I always like is even my coach when I got in Lebanon, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Petrovic. Petrovic, you know, yeah. You know, me and him butted heads because he wanted Scotty Thurman. I remember uh, Scotty uh-huh. Thurman, you know. And I'm like, man, I can't get no respect no matter where I go. Right, you know? right. You know, I was like, okay, but let's see what happens. By the, by the time I left Lebanon, now uh, he could he can live without me. He saw right. he saw Julius in uh in Dubai when uh, Julius was uh you know Julius was playing with Sporting at the time, uh-huh. you know. And at the, by this time, I was with another team, uh, Itahad in uh, in mm-hmm. Syria, and we were uh, in uh, Dubai, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw my old coach Petrovic, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, and you know, Julius was like, man. You know what did you do over there, man? Because this guy can't stop talking about you. <laughs> I said, "Well, shit, it wasn't like that when I got there." Right, right. You know, it's too, yeah. too little, too late. Yeah. <laughs> well, you you remember? I think uh, uh, you, well, you saw how, what he, they used to do to him, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I think it was uh, one day when we played our chess team, you know, mm-hmm. Sajess. Uh, you were I I'll never forget this. You were on in uh, at the game. You know, uh, I think you drove up with me. Yeah. And you were in the tunnel, like uh, like by the doorway or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And and uh, we went to go play Acha's house, at Acha's house, right? And they hadn't lost in their house in two years or some mm-hmm. shit like that, you know. I was <laughs> like, oh, you motherfuckers don't know what you're in for tonight out there. You know, and this fool, this fool messed around and, and put me in the game. It was like, you know, go, go do your thing. I was like, oh, hell yeah. In front of that big crowd too. In front of that big ass crowd, I was like, "Oh shit!" You know, I'm like, I'm like a, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a, a stripper in front of a, in front of an audience. You know, what I mean, I can't wait to take my clothes off. <laughs> you that money. <laughs> and, uh, and I and I remember, you know, this is the funny thing. I had the ball right, and mm-hmm. and I think Acha was uh, Acha was marking me. You know, mm-hmm. we were in the corner, and I saw you were, uh, uh, at the at the uh, at the uh, uh, by the door, right? Uh-huh. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna show out right now, and I crossed that <laughs> fool over like wow wow wow, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, let um, me do this shit, man. Yeah. Oh but man, I had a lot of that. fun. And bro. and you know, I feel like you did a, you know, when you were at Antronique, I I remember like you guys went to the final four. You had you know. Cats carrying you on your shoulder, and and I. But the other thing too is, you know, because it was you, Lamine, and Moosey, right? Mm-hmm. And and I feel like you brought a personality to that team that um, that like defined that season. You know what I mean? Like you were, you didn't. And and this is the thing I felt like there were a lot of established relationships in Lebanon, and you were like, I'm not having that. Like I'm going at Sporting, I'm going at Suggest, I'm going at Rosaire, I'm going at Sadaman. Like, and you would like go right at them, and and I loved it. And you know, part of it, part of it was special because we had just come off of all this time the summer before, mm-hmm. and then we got to kick it in a country where we're living for another eight months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that that's what made the whole experience great. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, between me, uh, m- myself, you, and uh, Mohammed Acha, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the three of us, you know, it was really, really a unique bond because mm-hmm. we were just on the national team together, yeah. you know, spending all that time together. 
And now mm-hmm. we're thrust into a situation where now we are, you know, another six, eight months together, you know, with right. each other. Right. And, and, and it, and it kind of, you know, showed in, you know, by the end of the season, you know, how everything was. And, mm-hmm. and I think that that's one of the things that I, I honestly, I, I would never, never forget. Yeah. You know, uh, we talk a lot about it now. And of course the relationships that we formed over the, uh, the years is mm-hmm. there, you know, forever, but, you know, that time that we spent in, 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 uh, in uh, uh, Middle East and Lebanon, uh, mm-hmm. and of course the time with the national team, you know, though, you know, though that's just, you know, uh, time that, you know, incredibly, you know, there's, I, I mean, I, I, there's just no way to describe it. It's just, right. You know, right. Till today, I think it's probably the most special time of my life, man. I'd agree. You know, so uh, I, I will, I will say this: that I'm going to look forward to you participating in the 1998, uh, you know, documentary that yeah. we're going to uh, yeah, put together me, here. Let me know. I just, I just want to see the the clips. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't, I think you're the only one who knows how much footage you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've edited a lot of footage. Please yeah. do. Can I, can I come in the studio? Because I got kids. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, there's a lot of shit that we did in our 20s that, you know, it's not conducive to, you know, to being shown in this day and age. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But, but it uh, should be a I lot of say, fun. You know, so I, I, you know, I had, you had the video camera. I had the camera camera. Mm-hmm. I have so much, I have so many mm-hmm. albums of pictures from that time. So anything you need, if you want to supplement that, just let me know. I'll, Absolutely. I'll we're we're going to, in fact, one of the things that I was going to do is uh, uh, everyone that was on that trip with us, uh, mm-hmm. we're going to coordinate and uh, see how much footage that we can get together. And then we'll put together a very strong uh, thing because I captured a lot of, uh, a lot of the video, a lot of the uh, still pictures as well. But yeah. I know people like Tunji that, you know, he had some footages Right. I mean, we all, you know, there was times that we, you know, when I was taking my pictures, I see other people with cameras and things yeah. of that nature. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So it, it should be really good time, but um, For sure. I definitely look forward to it. I think that, you know, uh, you know, moving forward that everyone, you know, once, once it's said, it's said and done, that team was a unique team and mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, capture what we were able to do. I think it would be good for uh, not, not just Nigerian basketball, but all of Africa. Uh, because yeah. we're going to be teaming up, uh, uh, you know, with the Angolans and mm-hmm. uh, all the other, you know, uh, teams that we kind of run across, you know, to, you know, so, some of the player development and some of the things that we're going to work right. on. You know, right. I think it would be good for us to show it. Now, what, if, because of Nigeria is going to the Olympics, you know, mm-hmm. uh, both men and women, you know, obviously, I think it's a good segue for African basketball to kind of right. highlight some of the things that's taking place, you know. Uh, before I forget this, I do want mm-hmm. you to do something for us. You know, uh, you know, I've been forgetting, you know, to get a lot of people to do this for us. Mm-hmm. If you can, you know, uh, you know, you know, tell the people to, you know, keep watching and listening to Real Talk, you know, with Kingsley Oguderi, you know, and of course, they, you know, uh, whatever you want to say about African basketball and your experience mm-hmm. on it would be great. Yeah. So, hey, y'all need to listen to Real Talk with Kingsley Oguderi. You're going to get the real scoop on African basketball, you're going to hear from the people that that lived it and played it, and you're going to get stories that you're not going to get anywhere else. Please listen, tune in from week to week, and, and you're going to get the real talk. <laughs> we want to thank, you know, Mr. Daniel Okonkwa 
for being our special guest here today. This is the you know one and only. He's the former Yale standout, Nigerian uh, national team member, international star, and, and and an attorney at law. But he's you know managing corporate people now. You know <laughs> do, doing all that corporate stuff. <laughs> well, hey, hey, Kings, thanks for having me. You know, you're my brother. We've spent a lot of time together. You know, we're 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 friends more than more than anything else. You know, I'll come on anytime. So, you know, De- I, definitely, I, I definitely want to thank you too, man. I want to thank you too. You, you know, uh, you you're one brother that I have a lot of love for, man. Like I mm-hmm. said, you're more than a teammate, man. So That's anything right. that. Anytime that you know that anything that we can do for you, we definitely want to have you on the show more than uh, more than not once. So we're gonna we're gonna do this again. You know, thank you again, and you know, much love, man. Say what's up to the Nigerian fans. What the Nigerian supporters club? Please send them a shout out because oh, I know hey, they're gonna be asking Ni- you about Nigeria, the, the the supporters club of the Tigers are the best. You you guys will come anywhere. You know. I want like in my sleep. I hear he's a miracle. I hear that. I hear that, and I hear your drums and trumpets. And um, one of one of my favorite clips that you know I'm sure Kings you'll put in the the documentary. Remember when we were in Angola and we said we're gonna go from our hotel to visit the supporters' hotel, and these are people that traveled to Angola you know, some on their own dime just to support us. And we had a party in the streets and it was like nothing I, I've seen before. Um, and and to have that interaction with, with the supporters club was amazing. I don't know how many of, of your listeners know, we used to have fans at practice. <laughs> like like AI said, practice. Like, we used to have a fan club at practice playing music and and brass instruments and drums at practice and it was i mean they'd be waiting out for, there for us for one of our you know for our practices shout out ayo bakari for that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is it's so unbelievable i promise yeah. y'all like you know you I gotta can, cut me off i could go all night you I, I, i'll put two hours i'll put two hours of footage <laughs> on here you know, they don't even understand man. Right? they don't no. even understand it's like no, so no. much you know, we're gonna have a part two of this, man. We we got we gotta do this again because you know there's so much to catch up that you know uh, we we can't capture it all right now. You know, yeah. but we 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 need to we we're gonna do a follow up and we're gonna do the documentary. We're gonna we're gonna have a lot of stuff for y'all. So people, you know, stay tuned. You know, because there is a lot more of Nigerian basketball, African basketball, and of course your favorite stars, your your up and coming guys. Just, just stay tuned. If if you miss it, you just missed it. You know, all I can tell you is that you know, you know, it's your loss if you miss it. But you know, I promise you, you don't want to miss this because we got more and more action coming at you. And I want to give a shout out to my sponsors. You know, we got Jump Souls, who we've been rocking with forever. JumpUSA.com. You know, y'all keep giving us all the good stuff. Uh, I have my shot clock buzzer here. You know, but my count- countdown is somewhere I can't even find it now. But the shot clock buzzer. You know, if you're out there practicing, you want to do the five, four, three, two, one. We got that going on for you. And of course, I your shop, you know, where we get fitted. As a matter of fact, Daniel, my wife wants to get you guys fitted. So she she wants to get you guys uh, 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 your measurements. 
So she wants to do something for you, you and your family. So uh, right, I'll, I'll, I'll have to get the, I'll get the tape measure out on these little squirmy worms. <laughs> <laughs> so please, everyone, join me and please, uh, you know, say what's up to my my favorite teammate, Daniel Okongwa. You know, please acknowledge him. And he is Yale's all, you know, second all time, uh, you know, steals leader. And, and if you never played against this guy, well, you haven't played against him. I played against him. Trust me. You know, this guy is a beast on the court, you know, but we want to thank you again, my brother, man. Much love. And we're going to have you my back pleasure. on. I love you. This is this is a, a wonderful experience. And, you know, I'm going I'm to come back whenever you want. <laughs> uh, it's on and cracking, man. We're going to make it happen. All right, All right. So once again, man, thank you for being on the show. We're going to we're going to uh, you know catch up with you again. And until uh, next time. You know, keep it real, real talk, real sports. And this is uh, Kingsley Obadira signing off. Yeah.